welcome to another episode of Bank Statements, FHL Bank Topeka's podcast series. I am Jesse Homerding, and today we are speaking to Tamara Taylor and Taylor Kimmel from our marketing and communications team to learn a little bit about FHL Bank's 500 for Good campaign. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks, Jesse. So do you both mind telling listeners a little bit about what you do at FHL Bank? Sure. Um, I'm Tamara Taylor, and I'm the Director of Communications at FHL Bank. So our team handles all of the internal and external communications member events. Um, So anything you receive from FHL Bank probably has touched one of our desks. What about you, Taylor? Yeah, I'm Taylor Kimmel, and I'm the senior communication strategist. A lot of my job is doing our graphic design work and then running our um, internal comms. Awesome. Thank you both again for joining us today. I know this is even though we uh, usually do most of the communications, we're not used to being front and center with the communications. So I appreciate you both being here. Uh, So I want to talk to you guys about 500 for Good. Do you mind explaining to our listeners what this is and how or why FHL Bank Topeka started doing this? Sure. Uh, 500 for Good started in 2018, and we started started it as a way to partner with our members to make a bigger impact in their communities and really support the projects that they are passionate about. Uh, We always go back to this one question that is, if you had $500 to better your community, how would you spend it? Why did we start doing 500 for Good and what's kind of the history behind that? Sure. So 500 for Good started really in a brainstorming session in our department. We were talking about how we serve our members and relate to them in our cooperative model. And we we thought, you know, we really... um, you know, our mission is that we want to help our members build their communities. And this seemed like a way that we could help with small things in the communities that they care about. That's awesome. And how many awards have we given each year? Sure. Um, that's actually something that we're really proud of and excited about. Uh, it started off as just two per state in 2018 and it's grown, it's more than tripled since then. Uh, and this past year we did 26 different projects and we're really excited to see what, um, what's going to come out of 2022. Do you have anything to add to that, Tamara? I would also add that, you know, 2020 was a big year for us. You know, that was in the, the midst of the height of the pandemic. And we saw a lot of those submissions were really for very basic needs. And, you know, it really you know, kind of hurt our hearts that you, there were things, people who weren't getting some of these, you know, food pantry needs, just basic things. And so that's one of the reasons we expanded um, the program back in 2020. Okay, before we go any further, can one of you just walk me through the process of um, the 500 for good? Like, how do you submit and um, what happens after they submit and what to expect? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
you may have received an email about this or saw something at a regional meeting. Um, basically, you just go on our website. There's a web banner on our homepage at FHLBtopeka.com. There's a short form that you fill out with your basic information, your institution's information. And we just ask for a short statement of what you would do with the $500 to improve your community. As far as the process, then we review all those submissions and we'll get back to you when. (laughs) This year, we've uh, completely moved it to the month of September. So it runs September 1st through 30th, which means we'll start reviewing all the submissions um, the 1st of October. You'll you'll be notified uh, before November 1st if you've been chosen as a 500 for good winner. So now that we've kind of talked about the process of how how our members would go about uh, submitting requests for this uh, campaign, let's talk a little bit about some of the things we've seen over the years. Um, and if there's any submissions that have stuck out to you guys, any of our winners that have stuck out to you guys. So no particular order. Go ahead and throw out what are some of your favorite submissions we've had over the years. I would say I always like the submissions that Taylor mentioned earlier about these are projects that our members are passionate in about. Um, But I always feel like if the member also has a bigger connection to the project, those always impress me, whether it's their matching funds and something or their um, their local volunteer group is already um, connected to this in the community. Um, one that I can think that stood out to me was in 2020, it's the Cherokee Strip Credit Union. And they had a project that supported a petting zoo in, in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Um, one of the reasons this stands out is because I remember calling the credit union to tell them they'd won and they were so excited and just so um, connected to the project and their, their um, volunteer team there had worked with it. Um, The other reason it stood out is they help, you know, kids across the community. And then during the pandemic, they helped homebound seniors have that connection by bringing this petting zoo animals around to them um, to kind of give them something to look forward to. Yep. I remember that one too. Taylor, do you have any favorites or ones that have stuck out to you? Yeah. It's such a difficult question because there's so many good projects that we've done out there and we've been able to um, support. I would say that the ones that always stick out to me or the ones that I have a soft spot for are the ones that involve kids in the communities because 500 for good has helped, you know, uh, build playgrounds and, and renew softball and baseball fields and I just think that those sort of projects that mean a lot to me. Um, there's one in particular that I really loved that um, we helped build a maker space, um, which was both economic development, but also it benefited the kids. They had a camp that they hosted where kids could come in and learn how to use the 3D printer or the uh, laser engraver. And then they taught them about entrepreneurship. And I just thought that was such a cool project for that community. I have a soft spot for small towns anyway, and trying to keep people there. And so anything that we've had submitted that's there to better the economy in that community always sticks out to me. Now let's remind listeners again, when 500 for good starts in 2022 and when we'll announce the awardees and where they need to go to make their submissions. You can go to our homepage and see the 500 for good banner there. 
Um, or you can go to the um, exact URL, which is fhlbtopeka.com slash 500 for good. If you haven't already, you might um, see an email as well with the link, or um, we are also doing a mailer this year that has a QR code. And we really encourage you guys to share that with um, all of your employees, because it, it anybody who works for one of our members and is passionate about giving back, we welcome and invite um, submissions from them. Absolutely. Definitely. We always want to hear from anybody and everybody. Thank you both again for joining me today. Um, and remember that FHL Bank will begin accepting 500 for good submissions for the month of September at the beginning of September. And uh, you can see, find it, click on the 500 for good banner on our homepage or go to www.fhlbtopeka.com backslash 500 for good. And join us next time for another episode of Bank Statements. The Bank Statements podcast is brought to you by the Federal Home Loan Bank of Topeka and our members, the community financial institutions in Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, and Oklahoma. To learn more about our cooperative and get the most out of your membership, reach out to your regional account manager or our friendly lending staff at 800-809-2733.